it was another mistake. Just an an an, uh, an enormous pile of mistakes. Um, Jen, pretend like you're brand new. Like we just got like here. We just arrived. Wow! Right now. Okay. Five, four, three, two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Welcome. <laughs> uh, no, before the welcome. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. The fucking numbers are done. Yeah, the numbers the are numbers done. The numbers are done. If you want to know you what episode it, this is. It wasn't recorded. <laughs> the numbers are done. I, I told it, Drew it's done. There's no more numbers. Yeah, the numbers are stupid. I made a mistake with the numbers. It's not the first time I've done it, which is so <laughs> ridiculous for something. It's like you have one job kind of person. It's like all I have to do is bullshit into this metal <laughs> and upload it. And I still manage at my age to fucking fuck it up. So I'll have you know that this isn't the real beginning of this show. This is a, a redo of the beginning because I'm an idiot. We're taking a completely different path. Fuck Welcome. the redo. Welcome. This is Drew's <laughs> Stories. Uh, I'm Drew Brooks. This is Jen. She's coming back. It's episode 56, but who cares? Because we're not At least using... at 57. No, that's the thing. I said 57 on another one. Mm. It wasn't even 56. So now we're going backwards. This is what I'm saying. Fuck the numbers. The numbers are done. But this is a great opportunity to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> to talk about thank you so much for joining us um but i will bring us back to the last time you were here uh to keep yeah. it chronological yeah uh to keep the narrative we we talked a lot about cults we kind of get into i think you and i when we connect we uh, we love either a cult or the dark arts or this the spiritual realms the dimensions we're fascinated with a lot of uh, manipulation. Yes. People that are doing manipulative, beautiful tactics, navigating the world of uh, of. We have all a fixation. Well, if it's if it's not just it's not just this because it's like the Lulu Lulu documentary where the lady who was selling she had a pyramid scheme selling tights. Remember this? No, she was selling yoga pants all over the place with like patterns on them and hamburgers and shit. She made a goddamn fortune, but she was a straight up pyramid scheme. She has the same energy as Mother God. She has the same energy as a person. And I think what it is, if I may get down to it, you like the hustle. You are a fan of the hustle. <laughs> Which is the reason. Okay, so that's what we also... Because you got to give it up. These are rock stars of the genre. This, so you're saying the reason that we have this... Uh, interest in yes, what we cult, always land on cult leaders yeah is that because they're hustling i think you love but for you it's for not for me it's like it's jay-z i love the hustle wow look at this guy he's made he can turn two bricks into eight bricks he talks about it all the time and so for me i love i love the drug game and i love his hustle and and the fact that he's made so made so much of himself right but you're literally your jay-z is like cult leader because you're like because you're like i you can't knock the hustle and and you can't knock the hustle even in a in a in a you know we've talked a lot about bikram and and nexium and yeah. these organizations you didn't watch the the Stop way down one you didn't watch the way down one the anorexic church no i need to do where that. they stopped mid-season because it's ongoing it's still a, it's still in like yeah oh my god she died in a plane crash I think they were going to a Trump rally. Wow. It was, and her asshole boyfriend was flying the plane. You got to watch it. It's okay. Well, there's a recommendation you can't yeah. pass. And the good news is that we're recording it right now. <laughs> so, well, uh, we do want to say yeah. the update on mother God. Yeah. So that just God. came out. Um, oh, they did the autopsy. Yeah. Yes. Um, her of a cause glitter. Imagine, first of all, wait, before you start, <laughs> 
Imagine being that mortician. Oh my gosh. And having that mummified, glittered mess come in in a sleeping bag, come into your place of nice where it's normally just like a body that you're like we sprayed but then again it. we sprayed for it us, down that would be worse but then again who knows for the special, mortician yeah. it's one a special occasion yeah. and two it's a good story too you she's won't believe, very yeah, yeah i did mother god you won't, you won't believe work today you know <laughs> yeah yeah but also she's very skinny so it's like yeah. probably pretty simple there was nothing <laughs> well she clearly i mean well that, okay yes cause of death was okay. alcoholism okay anorexia yes and collodial silver abuse collodial silver abuse okay yeah so for for in here let, let's so we she get, did not have cancer let me, let me rewind it just a second because sometimes we get pretty dense when we chat yeah and we do i just would need to bring up the collodial silver explain that really quickly so Collodial silver, I don't know, it's some type of mineral or something. I think it's legit metal, right? It's, but it's in, oh, in a... Yeah. And it's, I guess it's, is, is metal a mineral? Mineral? I don't know. I don't An know. element But or I something? think that you can like dilute <laughs> yeah. it or like yeah. charcoal, you can get it to be like almost like water. Yeah. I think they only do drops. I think yeah. you're only supposed to do drops. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of people talk very highly of it, but I think we talked it's, about it's, this before. It's basically a health supplement that borders on dangerous because yeah. the side effects of doing too much of it will literally turn your skin blue. Yeah. Which is why I never tried it because the blue guy. Well, it's like anything. It's too much. Listen, moderation. That's going to be the theme of this episode. Going back to that. The results of the autopsy are what? So they we have it was alcoholism, okay, anorexia, yeah, and col- collodial silver. Let me tell you something. Use. That liver in that sixty-five pound body, Gosh. had probably it was probably a sp- stunning specimen because the the way she got like got properly drunk. Like, you know when people are like, I'll well, have a double like, on yeah, the rocks drunk? Videos, she would just like have like the vodka like straight. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, and like, a weird just, like a big yeah. glass. Yeah, oh, just, like, when I see somebody with like a head. weird plastic big glass <laughs> that you'd chug Kool-Aid out of, I'm like, that's a cocktail in there? Or like not why. even mixed with anything. I'm not fancy about <laughs> shit. I like shit beer and all that stuff. But for some reason, that gives me the real creeps. Speaking of. Oh, yeah. This is a coincidence. What's up? Um, this water is from Mount Shasta. Where Mother God originated. Wow. <laughs> but like I said, Mount Shasta is the greatest place. So that is not related. That it anything. doesn't matter. It's but a real beautiful place. And people go, it's yes. like, it's like people saying like a cult leader in LA. It's like, of course there's currently, if you look at the roster, cause I look at it like a sports franchise, there have got to be a list cult leaders brewing in Los Angeles. Oh, right. Now as I bet we, you it's so bad because of the internet. Well, hear me out. Hear because me out. they don't so, even need to leave like their bed to become a no, cult leader. No, you just need this. I mean, you need my setup. <laughs> just kidding. Here's the deal. You said in text to me uh, that like it would be fucking fascinating to start a cult, right? No, I did not say that. Oh, you didn't say that. I Sorry. did not say that. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I took that incorrectly then. I think no, about it all the time. I actually I, think it would be awesome. I was alone and uh-huh. I did mushrooms. Sorry, yeah, they, right. I was alone record, and I did mushrooms and I was, it popped into my mind that yeah. I had talked so highly of so many cult leaders that it, it on actually, this podcast yeah. that if I ever did anything remotely culty, all like any online sleuth would instantly be like, <laughs> no, you just gotta she's do- been obsessing. And then you just said like, I idolized yeah. me. Like, I did not say I wanted to and that, I'm going to cut like, it in. Yes. <laughs> it's all the words. A reality so show. you're like, I... 
Damn. Uh, call it later. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Like, I just cut out the beginning and end of that sentence. So, but yeah, I'm you're saying that's my Jay-Z. See, yeah. that's what I'm saying is that, like, it was cracking me up. I was there alone in my apartment laughing because I'm like, oh, my God. Anything that I would do that would be remotely culty, culty would really... I think here's how you solve that. You just do two or three episodes where we talk about the Kardashians or something like that. And then or talk negatively about cult leaders. Yeah. I can't, apparently. Where you no. just, yeah, where you're just like, ugh, cult's gross. You know, and you're just like, it's like, huh? You just, I think that's the key to, to, to not being misunderstood is to just really wildly shoot. Fire in the air in any random connect like direction, and then do the opposite the next day. <laughs> and people are just gonna be like, "Well, I don't think they stand for anything," you know. <laughs> and you'll be fine. It'll just wipe the slate clean. I don't know. I think that I think for some people it's gonna be a real rocky future, especially with my ass on TikTok right now. But I do find that there's some people trying to do good on TikTok, you know. And you could do anything on TikTok. Some of them are trying to be like the top five celebrities who killed people. Oh man, one. see, and like he, that's and a they thing. gotta be in the shot. You gotta be in the shot as yeah. the fucking guy, and they're all like, "What?" But also, people love that for some reason. Oh, I, if you're I not stop, in the shot, I are stopped, people watching? I stopped dead in my tracks, Jen. And I when listen. they come, did you know? Uh huh. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I know. Wait, and I'm like, already in it. I'm already in it mentally. And you're trying to see the article behind yeah. their head. Yeah. Like, so like, I don't, I don't oh, do TikTok because it's too addictive so for this good. exact reason. And if I was on TikTok, yeah. I would make conspiracy videos and I would obviously oh, go too Jen, far. It would be you pointing up at some wackadoo call yeah. leader being like, this dude right here oh responsible for 400 people's bulimia. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> um, but so, okay. So the good news is that we were kind of right about our assumptions of mother God. Yeah. That she was probably She's not cancer there was some a narcissistic booze hound yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly by the way i respectfully also say rest in peace yeah because it's this is a human being but it's yeah. true i mean if you want to boil it down to like a sweet distilled liquor that is a narcissistic booze hound yeah <laughs> that would scream into a camera on a laptop that uh, it, she literally was the the only and the one person Robin Williams. It's just and disrespect. Oh, nanu nanu. I can't get over it. She actually said that. God. If you you know what a celebrity wants to hear, Mother their God. catchphrase. That's what they want to hear. I'm sure Chappelle is like, "Thanks for saying I'm Rick James, bitch guy." <laughs> yeah, from the other side point, as a ghost. Yeah, it's like, thank you so much, dude. So I guess uh, you know that story's kind of been put to bed. I. Yeah. Don't even know. See, the thing is, you could offer up something to me and say, okay, well, what if they offered up eight episode series where we just follow the remaining members around? I would say, no, thank you. You know why? Ask me why. Why? They're uninteresting people. Yeah. The whole. They're not Mother God. Her satellite people. I want them to be. There's some Nexium people that are quality. They well, I want to know the, why the, the freaking heiresses. Yeah, I want to know what they're doing. If they're having, like, if they're right now in a basement, like, kind of yeah. conversating with low lighting, you know? <laughs> they totally and are. Be like, don't wait. There's one more that's going to show up, then we kill. <laughs> I would love that so much. <laughs> um, but we're also moving on because we. We, There's a fixation, though, happening not just with oh, us yeah. and cult leaders, but oh, everyone it's it's with crime everyone too. with especially true crime. Yeah, true crime is up like, I mean, if that was a stock, it would be a Bitcoin. <laughs> it would be so, it would make somebody a billionaire. Yeah. 
I think it is making somebody a billionaire. Like <laughs> the true crime stuff is getting, but what I've noticed, and I will say this, and this is my criticism and take it or leave it. Who cares? They're getting sloppy. They're throwing shit at the wall at this point. They've got like some of the episodes. There's like, yeah, this guy killed it. I think we're right. We'll get back to you. You know what I mean? You're like, wait a minute. You guys used to like research and be like the Zodiac killer. It's like, and now they're like, ah, we think, but he was on a computer most of the time. So nobody really knows. And he wasn't there. And the DNA caught him. Do you know what I mean? It was a website. And you're like, this sucks. You know, I don't like internet crimes. They're whack as fuck. They're like, delete. <laughs> that's an internet crime <laughs> no it has to always be an internet crime that escalates right that's how we to start where there's a guy on a bike that kills you yeah, he just drives that's, out that's something. the fear that everyone's looking for yes of because course. of course everyone's like online and then it's like oh the internet crime that escalates it's true and i will say that the one the craigslist killer for me was a real standout because that was a moment oh, that i forgot about that that's a real st- oh, let me tell you something because it stopped an entire community that was bubbling and it halted it dead in its tracks. Meaning there were so many transactions on that site for so long because it was a real loosey-goosey swap meet out there. Yeah. And literally it was anything you want. You want a service? You want someone to come over to rub your back? Not a problem. Craigslist was a portal. Mm-hmm. Everything that was either meant for me or as a terrible lesson not meant for me, but, I got through Craigslist. But there also <laughs> was a back alley aspect to well, you had to meet up and like I was spying and selling a lot of stupid recording gear for a while. That was a real fucking great move. Nice job, young me. Mm-hmm. Good job. Way to go, credit. And so I, I would get these like synthesizers or whatever, but I would also have to talk to some wackadoo in the valley in Northridge where it was like, I remember buying this in 76. You want to talk about it? And I'd be like, no, sir. Here's your cash. Gotta go. <laughs> and it would be like, you, and that would be a good one. I told you I got invited to a pyramid scheme because I bought a drum machine off a lady. And she was like, I really liked how our action, like what, what we were driving on when we were. And I was like, yeah, I was just trying to get the drum machine from you. So I was saying anything you wanted to hear. <gasps> this is a beautiful apartment. And what was it a pyramid scheme for? Uh, she was like, I want to invite you to this amazing opportunity. And so I met up with her at Swingers. This is a real story in on the West Side. And I recorded the whole thing. Because it was so creepy and cold. You recorded like, Yeah, it. I felt like she was in dick. And, oh, my and, God. And, and I was See, like. See, now this is like the lame thing. So we got the cult leaders, which, yeah. you know. But, but it was then, like. then, you know, these people, that, the multi-level marketing. Oh, uh, The terrible. pyramid scheme. These are like hers backup was, singers. Hers was more. That's not Jay-Z. Yeah, These whack. are just backup You're singers. Right. Those are like local talent. Like a girl in like the middle of the mall being like, don't cry for me. It's that kind of talent where you're like, oh. Or like, you know what I mean? Like when you're on Third Street and you're like, don't. Put the guitar. You're not Avril Put it away. Um, <clears throat> sometimes they rock though. Sometimes you're like, whoa, backflip. Uh, love it. Uh, yeah. And, I, and the last time I was in Vegas though, it was, let me tell you something that's gone downhill. Everything. Everything. So I read a huge article about Scientology years and years ago. And I think Rolling Stone, I think they did like a centerpiece on it. And one of the things that they talked about, maybe it was a New Yorker. Who cares? I'm not fucking, I don't read. But uh, it talked about they had limited access. So when the, the, the news came, or the news, they're not news. It was the magazine does a... a, a Their own news? I guess like a like a investigative journalism oh. for that uh-huh. pop people, and so they limited the amount the what rooms they could fo- photograph, mm. and well, what, of course, and they w- only went to the celebrity area. So it was like 
they would go into like I don't know I don't know any more celebrities anymore that are doing it. They're all they all are older. Yeah, all the like, older ones. Like I don't I think like, there's Lucy like Lucy Ball's room. You're <laughs> like who gives a shit? Sorry, no disrespect. I know that that movie's coming out, but I love Lucy. I love Lucy as well. <laughs> we all did. I thought she, I I just couldn't believe. You know Although what I'm I did? Bit, I had Kid, big, Nicole Kidman playing it is a little strange. Lucy's daughter said she like fully embodied it and loved the performance, but. I don't know. I'm a little uncomfortable with it. I would put it in the hands if I were just thinking off the top of my dome, especially getting the film made. And I, I don't know why I have to talk seriously about this, <laughs> but I would, I would go more of a Margot Robbie in that case mm, because I'm tired of Margot Robbie. I, I want someone like would it be to have good someone or Jennifer like, Lawrence could do it. Yeah, I guess. But why does it have to be like those names? I guess because they need all the funding and all the money and all that, and it's a whole you, show game. You, 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 the reason you're gonna be all yeah. right, guys. Action is because of one person. Yeah, and it's gonna be especially with those Which biopics sucks because it's like as someone who Nobody loves Lucy, I'm like, damn, I would love to see like the best person also, for it. Also, Mark Anthony had a minute where he could have done it. Ah, minute's gone, pal. <laughs> But uh, but well, it, it seems it's Javier Bardem, right? As the oh, I don't I like know. how we transition in a movie review. Yeah, um, I I think it's her. It's like it's Nicole Kidman and Javier Javier Bardem, right? As as yeah, uh, I don't Ricky Ricardo. No. no, it's not Benicio del Toro. But that sounded pretty good. A Ricky, huh? It's not Benicio del Toro. Is no, it? no, no, no. I think he turned. No, that down. I saw really quick something, and he I would was. Be, the worst song and dance band. Do you imagine yeah. Don Lizio to be like, hello, my baby? It would be like, <laughs> Well, I don't know. Are they really going to be Hugh like Jackman performing does. in it or is it more behind the scenes? I think it's more of a drama. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's more of a, we want an award for this somehow. Yeah. And I, I get it. I totally understand because when you're making those movies, you want to honor the property itself, which is her legacy. And it's you, how, do, how you yeah. do that and tell a real story and tell the real, the, the truth about it, which is an amazing, the truth is, is that they created a business of marriage that was really positive and became really successful for that. And I think if, I hope that message is instilled. I hope it's not one of those, do you know she secretly did Benzedrine every night or something? Right. It's like, I don't need that. I know that no, everybody's got their flaws, but I don't mm -hmm. need you to open the closet up and see Rachel. And exactly. It was up. also like uh, the doctors were the ones that were the biggest drug dealers. Oh, they well, still are, but. I just think it's like, it, look, there are, I'm sure there are things that you could highlight there, but I think for the most part, I think you do have to, that, that legacy is so, it's ridiculous. It's so still so fun to watch. What I, I always felt like, it's weird. I was always attracted to her, you know? No, I guess that's not weird. Interesting. Always attracted to Lucia Ball. But always- I love her. She's like one of my favorites, so. But I felt like I would be like, I would always be like, ah. Oh. Must have been weird being a boy. You know, you're growing Why? up and you like watch, like, see, I watch Lucy and I'm like, oh man, she's just fucking awesome. Guys are like, she's hot is yeah, what's and I going don't know on why. i didn't understand it yet so I did, weird. here's what i didn't understand <laughs> is like being attracted to a personality i think it's still at that <laughs> at that age i still was like well it's either you know dits or it's not dits you know it's like it's, either yeah, a scientist it's, it's, it was like that's how there's so much to figure is. out well it's so stupid back then that it was literally like okay wait like it was like i guess i had the mind of like a van halen video where it was like okay if the hair is up and the glasses are on we're studying. No question about that. But once that pencil comes out and the glasses are down, it's sexy time. I know that. And that, and I think I learned that literally from MTV. Wow. Yeah. And and I and I watched so much fucking TV. So many reruns. 
and loved certain eras of reruns. Mm-hmm. And I loved that era because I was like, Me wow. Too. I felt like it was like, this is kind of timeless, isn't it? Because there's also so reruns. funny today. Well, there's reruns of Bewitch where I'm like, that's fucking whack. Yeah. And then there's I like, liked it at the time. I, I Dream of Jeannie where I'm like, this is fucking corniest it's show the worst on show. It. But I still thought she was a banger. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Elizabeth Montgomery and what's her name? Who did the I Love Jeannie? Or, or, uh, Bewitched. Bewitched was Elizabeth Montgomery. And then, I don't know. She had a Murphy Brown kind of vibe. I, was I loved her. Murphy Brown. Loved Murphy Brown. I was oddly into female driven, like Mary Tyler Moore show. I watched yeah, every I loved Mary Tyler Moore too. Because I also I think loved, we watched the same stuff at night. I loved those shows. Yeah. Uh, it was probably because we both had Nick at night. Yeah. The exact and then time. it's like, you're just like staying up way later than you should be. So you just end up watching old people was, shows. For me, it literally like felt. Until like two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was time traveling. I was like, yeah. whoa, look at that wall clock. Weird. I always remembered all of that stuff. But I also remembered that I Love Lucy was polished and clever and physically so funny. funny. It was like Seinfeld. It was like, yeah. there was situational things as well as physical. Con- it's like, I could go into this and I'm sure everybody knows that. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they didn't need to fucking like get up and go watch like it. I feel like they kind of set the structure in a way. Like I feel like Lucy kind of like set this like comedy structure along with like Three Stooges and Honeymooners. Yeah, Those are like all these people have set, so much. And I guess to like the the original Little Rascals. Those were all like the things that like built that like comedy structure of like build it, build it, build it. Now you have to turn it. Right. You know, like it built like all of that like it's also hard. visual comedy. It's hard to do that and can keep up with it consistently. I know it was probably crazy. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they do how it. How is either. it so fucking funny? I still don't know how they do it because it, I, I see shows that I don't even think people are in them like being in them. Yeah. I straight up think there are people. And well, I know people, how people do that. <laughs> there are people both in front of the camera, behind it, who are like, all right, is it lunch? Like you can yeah. see that vibe in the in every frame of it. And the then writing there, is like. And then literally. there are shows like I Love Lucy where they're like, you're literally jealous of of the like her best friend in that because you would be like, I want to be her not only, yeah. not, not Lucy. I don't want to be Lucy. I want to be Lucy's friend in that wow. because I want to experience being her like seeing and being like, well, don't do that. Don't eat the chocolate. And it's like, <laughs> it, it, I want to, that's who I like, oddly, if I fantasize about anything and in Mary Tyler Moore, it was being the same. Ethel. It was, and, and Mary Tyler Moore show was the boss. I don't, mm-hmm. I forget that dude's name, but I always felt like, I was like, I like that guy. He was like, he's kind of cool. It's a little progressive, but he knows that he's got to keep manny vibe, like a manly <laughs> vibe around. And I, and he also puts up with, her. she's a frantic, you know, Mary Tyler Moore was the one that was like, the one that was like, I can be kind of a basket case and people love it. Mm-hmm. Cause she was always like, what the hell is going on? And you're just like, Whoa, look, she's kind of losing it a little bit. Like <laughs> I love that aspect to her, but those that it's so weird to say that it's like, I never really thought of it as like, Oh, that's a female show. I never yeah. thought of that. No, ever I didn't either. In a million years. It's like uh, one of the shows I really liked growing up was Roseanne. Oh yeah. I loved Roseanne. Cause it was so fucking, I thought it was, it was so, so funny. funny, dude, that she was like, I don't know, figure it out yourself. And like yeah. the kid was like, it's homework. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was just like, oh, that's like my life. I remember just yeah. being like, that's exactly how it feels when my dad's like, I don't know, figure it out. Like, and I, I, I think that's the show done well too, because oddly enough, that show with the writing and the way that it was kind of stylized, obviously the sets and stuff are tricky to get past, but they're done so well that it feels polished. You look at a rerun of Roseanne and you're like, wow, this is kind of t-. it's like Cheers, Roseanne, things that are really polished that they gave time. Yeah. There was people really trying to churn out a good product. And I feel like it's more than polished. <laughs> I feel like it's also like 
it was and they all had to make cliffhangers. Happening. All of those people, like everyone was like perfectly there. Yeah. Every single person was a puzzle piece that came together that like created this thing. That's why it's so and sad. Everyone was in the flow state. It wasn't like, you know, which is why all these shows are like incredible that's and timeless. such a good point. Yeah, that's such an accurate. I'm sorry. I was I was like, <laughs> yes, I, I actually <laughs> listened to you for like a second. And I was like, she's totally right. Um, but it is a flow state. And you're right. Yeah. It feels like all the pieces of the puzzle piece are aligning. together. And you feel like nobody. That's what's not happening on TV Correct. today. And when it does come together, right. like, I mean, I like Westworld. It's going to blow Westworld the doors Westworld is bat, like Breaking Bad or something like that. Just blows the Husband doors and wife off. created the show and are writing it. And. You know, so it's like that, those type of things uh, that have like that good, like everything is like the right puzzle They're trying pieces. to make the best thing they can. Yeah. They're actively trying to do a good job. And it's like, you find that that is a commodity in and of itself. But I also know that like, we, when you look back on things and you understand that like, oh, the people there were ha- enjoying themselves and having a good time. Sure, they were working hard, but yeah. they were trying to jam out something really clear. I think it holds up. Yeah. I think that shit, there's no, it's, it, you can't deny it. And especially because I can still laugh at her. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And they fu- everyone fully embodied there in front of the camera totally. and probably behind too. Everyone like fully, that's like Seinfeld too. Like everyone fully embodied. But I've been like, can I, I'll say something. And I'm, people aren't going to like it. I don't care. But I've been overfed Seinfeld. I feel like, you know when you got to back well, off yeah. of something? It's like Jennifer Lawrence out- outwardly said recently she like backed away. because She was like, I could tell I was being annoying. And I think this is something really funny. I think that's when, true because that's how I feel about her. And then, well, the Anne Hathaway issue, right? That's the vibe. Yeah, that, and, like Anne Hathaway stayed at the like, party too late. Yeah, she's like hung yeah. out, and she was like, Are, "Is it? Is this anybody's food?" And you're like, "Dude, everybody left like an hour yeah. ago." Yeah. And so I feel like in and and that yeah. was, and I think Lawrence was probably self aware enough to know like, "Oh, I'm probably getting on people's nerves." I'm in like, because on what, everything. What, well, I mean, it wouldn't take very much. To, it wouldn't be hard to figure it out when you're like driving down. You're like, that's my movie. That's yeah. my movie. That's my. So anyway, but I will say, as far as I love Lucy, I look forward. I'll it was watch probably it. Twitter that I'll told her. That I highly doubt this was her own self-reflection. I think it was Twitter. Probably. Twitter is like, bitch, go away. Yeah, You're it's true. annoying. It's true. It's true. I doubt that it's any true. of these people who are like, you know what? I think I'm going to take a step back. Yeah. It's like, who am I to judge even how? <laughs> She's probably a bitch. You know what? I, take it back. <laughs> Fuck you, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, they take that one soundbite and they're like, oh. uh, no, she seems really, like real cool. Uh, especially when she squints her eyes. Like she's like real serious. But you're like, what are we doing here? Are you mad at me? Like, I like it. I like her whole vibe. Um, but I have to move on to another Important huge topic. celebrity. But also I wanted to know that if you did, you catch any of the Alec Baldwin yes. interview? It was a long one. It was, but not much was said. No, can I say what my theory is? Yeah. Alec Baldwin needs to go home. He needs to shut the door, draw the blinds, order takeout. On take the topic out, of take Twitter's suggestion. Stop <laughs> going, stop doing, stop. Stop going out. Stop going to breakfast. Yeah. Stop everything that you're stop doing. Stop picking up your kids from school. You got, you got yeah, how many who nannies? Who are you, you kidding? You have how many nannies? I think one of your kids... It works for you now. So they'll take care of it. So like, here's the thing. I don't know the guy. I don't know what it's like to have gone through such an incredible tragedy of like, whoops, this is a freak accident. And I know people have a a bunch of things about it. But as far as 
using your common sense, in my opinion. You know the world is burning around us. That's a fact. And what it, what happens when the world is burning? People like Charlie Sheen are like, you know what? I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm a crackhead. <laughs> you want to see some more? And people were like, Ab, we want it on news television. <laughs> and he was like, let's bring him out. Let's go, you know? <laughs> and now we have Alec Baldwin who tries to act so normal. This is a guy who's been famous for like four decades. He tries. And to he's act, never been normal. He, uh, <laughs> he is as close to an alien as an, <laughs> a, an alien would be like, yo, that guy's from out of town. Like <laughs> he'd be weirded out by Alec Baldwin. <laughs> there is no way in God's green earth it would be more helpful for him to come forward and be like, listen, man, I've been a fucking actor dude for a long time. I've been paid stupid money to show up and hold guns and be like, you're a arrested or whatever and sometimes i say it right and sometimes the director likes it <laughs> and i was really famous for a while and kim basinger thought i was awesome which was cool because that's like getting it on the top shelf that's crazy <laughs> that that them two for a while <laughs> the fuck sessions would i'm sorry to be gross and I, I i i won't take it back though because there's no way you don't think about that celebrity couple and go oh my god they were probably that was incredible <laughs> It was like the most beautiful thing and like a little berry kind of guy. You're just like, oh <laughs> shit, that's fire. Uh, anyway, I shouldn't even say that. That's so stupid. But uh, she was just, oh my God, 89, 88, 89. Kim Basinger, forget it. She was like maturing, getting a little older. Ooh, Jesus Christ. It was like ridiculous, dude. Because she, uh, anyway. Okay. Okay, moving on. I'm talking about too much about that stuff. So, uh I, I, I think the thing that struck me in the interview uh, with, by the way, that was George Stephanopoulos. I don't yeah. know if you know that he is, I think a politician turned Anderson Cooper, right? Is that oh, what happened to that no guy? Because I don't even know the fuck where he's from. Was he a politician? I feel like he was, to me, he was always on TV, but I don't know. He was always being like, well, you see the Congress has to figure out the left and the da da and, and I would be like, wow, this guy seems really smart and tiny. I just remember mm-hmm. him being like, he's smart and it's small at the same time. And I remember his wife seems really cool, so he's probably a cool guy. Um, but I don't know where he's from and what he does and why why he talks. I don't know why you talk, sir. <laughs> and so, because I know why LeBron James talks. It's like, oh shit, it's LeBron. What do you have to say? You know? But George, I don't know. Why are you talking? Who are you? So he's asking these questions and I'll give him credit because he holds his glasses pretty great, like Brian Gumble, you know? And he does he, hold he his glasses good. In, so let me get to he got all the move mannerisms down <laughs> he and, does and he seems real off the cuff and casual because the glasses is almost like so an intimidation perfect. oh yeah it's like hmm of like course. you know that's that's news journalism 101 right there but the thing that really struck me as wait a minute hold up that's going to be a newsprint worthy headline the next day and it was not because i think i'm smart about it but because it was so stupid and crazy not stupid. I take back stupid. That's it's just it's it's there's no foresight. But if you're gonna have the interview, might as well say crazy shit because you already you're already doing. A what do you su- think was crazy? So he goes he goes yeah, but I didn't shoot the gun. Oh, I go, yeah. What are you talking, sir? That he didn't pull the trigger. That only that he is, pulled back the. Can I tell you what I think impossible. happened? Here's my theory. Right. Alec Baldwin was walking into the door of the studio space where this, or probably like a nice suite where they have it set up at the Four Seasons. That's probably where the interview took place. And, they ha- and the lighting mm-hmm. guy's fixing it, and he's going, are we ready to shoot? Is sound up? Like, that shit's happening. And he got a call, and he's like, I'm Alec Baldwin, let me give me a second. And he goes on his phone, and he goes, hello? And it's like, and on the other end of the line, it's like, hey, 
Alec Baldwin, it's your lawyer. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> he goes, dude, just do me a favor and say one thing. And the whole dumb thing, because you're dumb and you're an idiot, and I'm your lawyer. I'm dumb for having you as a client, Alec Baldwin. I'm your dumb lawyer. One thing I, I need you to say is, say you did not shoot her. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I definitely shot her. I'm sorry to do it. I'm doing a bit. I'm doing a bit. But my point is, it's it's so deliberately a legal strategy, yeah. in my opinion, that it's just of all the crazy things. And he was doing this thing where he was talking about her and I, I, I don't know where that maybe this is a celebrity thing, but, but I don't, I don't, it doesn't feel normal or, 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 or it, it, my upbringing and all my background, it doesn't feel comfortable when someone does it. But when, when somebody praises somebody bizarrely high for basically, I know they barely know each other. Yeah. Like, there's celebrities that come on sets and they know no one's fucking name. And they're just like, what are we trying to do here? Who cares? I'm making the most money. Let's get this done. Cause I know you only have me until like three. And it's like, they're like, how you doing? What's your name? Claire. Cool. Claire, let's get this shot. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, he's not thinking about Dick. He doesn't, but he does this thing. Sorry. It's just like very controversial problem and it's terrible. And I hope we get rid of the guns, I guess. But he goes, um, he goes, ah, oh, man, he's a beautiful side. Like, he's talking about this person, and you're like, I know her husband, and it's like, he talks about meeting up with his hus- her her husband afterwards, and, and he kind of oddly talked, it felt like, eh, I know these people. Don't yeah. get a twist. And, and, and making it personalized, which was really weird, and it yeah. made me uncomfortable. It yeah. made me genuinely uncomfortable. Forget the fact that this is on primetime television. Like this crazy event happens and then you go, I got to tell the world the truth. And they're like, no, you don't. They know it. We know what happened now. We know what happened. I think it was necessary for him to do an interview because- you do? Why? What would you feel like you gained from it in a positive light? Mm. Well- Hmm. Do you feel like you're like, I know Alec Baldwin a little bit better? No. Fuck no, you don't. No. My biggest takeaway from the whole thing is that I hate that they kept cutting behind the lights. Like, I know they wanted to to let us know it was an interview, but like, say right now, if like the camera went behind the lights... Like three, I four, don't five the times. Wall, but yeah, there are lights here, and it's like <laughs> they do that. Well, that's what they were doing, well, and it was like come because on. otherwise, if you light it fairly well, right, and you're showing Alec Baldwin's cool, like old face that's been boozy and like real boozy. I've had I've had a cigarette phase. I've had a model phase. This is the look of a guy who banged models. <laughs> that's and it's and lived to tell the tale. <laughs> and I'm out the other side. You know what I mean, like whoo. What? <laughs> and then all of a sudden your, your skin just goes woof, and you're out but it used to be like huh thoroughbred i'd l- be lucky what is he 50 60 something like that 60 60 60 i'd be fucking lucky as a because i know caucasian genetics and it doesn't bode well for most so to see this guy's like hey and he's still hey and it's just a slow <laughs> Slowly getting a little bit fatter, a little wider, a little grayer. It's pretty great, and I would only hope that that would work out for me. So it's money. that being said, it's money. <laughs> it is. It's money. <laughs> I wanted to say this. This is so true. I just had this conversation. It's totally true because uh, um, seeing these people and being like, "How the fuck?" And you know, like, see those memes. You're not ugly. You're just poor. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's true. It's true. Imagine if Alec Baldwin was like on a steady diet of like Chipotle. And he like, probably eats worse than that. You think so? I don't know. And he just goes to the doctor, and they're like, "Here's HGH, dude. 
Yeah, and everything. Oh, okay. But like, all right, I gotta get some of that. So many things. I'm he's in. having lasers. He's getting not, injections. I got that good insurance. I'll pop in and see if I can't get some. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I think to me, it's weird talking about such a like a strange event. But when it becomes, here's where I feel like I have. Okay, yeah. Every my right. takeaways from this oh, though. Yeah, yeah. My biggest thing is. What the fuck with this girl with the fucking guns? This little kid. This is where this, this, this is why we haven't begun the story. This is ridiculous. That's the story. Yeah. I want a 2020 on that woman immediately. I know because I've already done some deep diving on her and I already got like I just got her 30 minutes media. of material for their fucking 20 minutes about her. I bet you do. Because so uh What's the story with her? Allegedly Allegedly, this is in the New York Post. Um, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, the the one movie that she did before this that she said was called like the Old Road or the Old Way. Imagine being a cinematographer, being like, "Oh, I'm right in that era of working where it's just one." older celebrity carrying the entire film you know yeah and you're just like shots well, that's of Nick the Cage. thing that's also fucked up is sorry that, go ahead. yeah you have this like one celebrity that's idiot. holding the film just entirely. and then a 20 year old girl with a gun that could kill anyone on the fucking set handing guns out to people as a person it's like imagine had- being that person where you're like okay everything is relying on sucking this star's dick the entire budget has gone to this star yeah and now everything else is cutting corners to where and this is where nepotism, because, you know, obviously but Hollywood is all way, nepotism. it's been that way for so long. But this bitch, this armorer, which I don't know why I'm going, like, ready yeah. to kill her. This bitch. But, yeah. I'm like, damn, Jen. But I know. this armorer. I on Hulk Baldwin. Take yeah. it easy, bro. Like, that's fair um, game. No. The, the armorer is, like, the daughter of a famous armorer. And she's just, like, some girl those, who. Those are businesses, like, those yeah. celebrity dog trainers and stuff like that, like, or, like. That, that's a very unique business. We all know celebrity children. Yeah. And come on, they're never good like their parents. Hello. It's never been once. Well, I'll tell you this. They're probably really And Sofia Coppola would not have been able to do all she did if it wasn't for her dad. And Bill Murray. Uh, very true. The, the, well, yeah, he's, yeah. Carried, he's carried a lot of weight for, and, and I think he's done it deliberately. And I think he, like any parent wants their kids, it's just like seeing Will Smith being like, hey, you're all rappers. Go for it. Yeah. And because I get it, I would want to do that myself if I, if I was. A, would any of these kids the be famous? Game. No. Like, but regardless, that's what the a- situation with this armorer. Right. She's the daughter of a famous so she's armorer. She's a family business. And allegedly, according to New York Post, she is a progressive a worked. <laughs> I highly doubt that part. <laughs> um, and she, on this Nicolas Cage film, yeah. one of the people who was like the lead grip said that Nicolas Cage walked off set saying, This girl's a rookie because two oh, really? times a gun fired and he said you just blew my fucking ears out so this is why the producer said that is a blown out of proportion story that did not happen but that's also a producer of it who could be sued yeah um this was a grip and then they said two other um uh, people who didn't want to be named Uh that worked on the set said that there was uh a lot of safety issues on the other set that she was on which if you listen to all the whole you know that interview they say that she basically um, said on a podcast that she uh, didn't feel ready for the job. Wow. The f- 
and that her, then she was like, but it ended up being fine. And then she got her second job. Well, then this podcast is definitely going to bury the both of us for sure. <laughs> but good. <laughs> I, I enjoy your dirt. Let's go <laughs> pile it on. But the, the, the crazy thing for me is this. We're, we're, we're looking everywhere but the real thing. We want, that's what we want. Because we know that there's I also. Think we know, right? It was carelessness on multiple fronts because they wasted all the money on certain things and then they cut all the corners on the other things. Okay, but this is not, by the way, this is not gone by any stretch. And I think maybe him coming and doing an interview, he thinks that ends the chapter and let's move on and maybe we can get 30 Rock going again or whatever. I think know? most people are going to watch Talking the interview shit, and Drew. be manipulated by the um, the things that he said and they're going to feel that, you know, Oh, I believe him. And I, do, I, don't, I don't believe there was foul play as no. far as like, no, I, I think, think it was, was a, carelessness. I tell, I'll tell you this. And, this and is it was the, that girl's fault. So you said this is the, these are the factors. You have the, <laughs> I'm like, it was just carelessness. And then I'm like, it was <laughs> yeah, the girl. Yeah, I know. You keep calling her it a bitch. It was the girl. This bitch. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're just like fucking shorty. So um, there's one, this is one factor for sure which is this woman is inexperienced. That's enough. Yeah. That's enough, especially when you're dealing with the most dangerous thing a second half. Mm-hmm. So uh, short of like height, heights, I guess, falling or something like that, but like short of any uh, weird like random uh, weather accident, that is the most, that, do you know, I would love to see the actual statistics for when a, ro- when a room has a gun in it and it doesn't mm-hmm. in terms of your likelihood that someone will get shot. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing with that. So you have inexperience. That's first and foremost. I don't know if she's vindictive. I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's sense, anything vindictive. There was obviously a massive disruption within a set. Now, everybody that knows those, old, those, yeah. those tight indie sets, yeah. they, you become family. Everybody's doing fucking everything. You become family real quick, but you're under such heavy conditions. There's no guy we've got a break there's yeah. no we're, you, when you're dealing with daylight especially yeah. shooting like a rinky-dink western and you, you can tell these guys this is the one for yeah. them you can tell for her it was like yeah. this might be the one for me mm-hmm. and like the director was probably like fuck it and instead he just got it in the shoulder isn't that mm-hmm. fucking terrible? We're not talking about that guy being like, wait, no, this, because that part, that guy had a probably powerful relationship with that woman because everybody does with a DP. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to have that shorthand. And then on top of it, you got to like want to be around that person. So clearly their friendship and there's a, there's a connection and, a, and, and it's such a closer, closer pre- personal connection when you're, when you're with your shooter and all that stuff. I think that those sets have always been dangerous. I think there have always been people on a set that say they know how to do something and they don't. And they fucking jerry-rig a situation up with a bunch of... Why do you think gaff tape is, exists? Yeah. is because it's honestly sometimes holding up a brick from your head. And it's like, that is not a surprise. A rinky-dink, young hungry set that wants to do the overtime and all that yeah. makes themselves delirious enough to hold to maybe even maybe she's working so long and sitting there on her phone on a set you know how it is it's a mm-hmm. horrible time just sitting I feel around. like the girl was probably busy as hell you're doing a western there's so many things like for to do a western there's so many guns yes how can you have only one person in charge of that and then they also said that she was doing props too yes it's, how well, the fuck are you doing props and also a western props is also hard as hell because it's all this time pieces. I think it's, 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 it's very true, but I do think that when you're... 
I think they've always been doing this. I think it's always been. Oh, of I've course. Been, I've been a part of things where I'm like, this is where, where it was for me, where you're like, you didn't realize there was an environment where you could see something and be like, I think that's not right. And, and it doesn't really, you can't really say anything. Or well, you if don't it wasn't for the IATSE stuff going on, probably the people who did speak up wouldn't have even said anything. So the people walked off of the set, right? There were people that didn't show up for work. The day before. Right. There was the. So that's interesting. It to was me. all of the camera. It was like first, second, and third, or whatever camera mm. people. Okay. All walked off together probably, and wrote probably, the email about the safety. So I've seen that, and like, and that's not uncommon either. It's not yeah. a curiosity to me. It's not a factor to me because there have been. And you see, Alec Baldwin said in that interview that the guy, um, the guy who walked off the set, um, spoke to him. And yeah. basically said, like, you're publicly saying that. this, but you're not on this set doing it. So he did address that in the interview, which yeah, I thought was interesting. I thought that was interesting, too, actually. That the guy Thanks said for reminding that. me. Yeah. I, I, I just feel... Which is a bit incriminating, too, because then that means that, like, as far as that guy's lawsuit, it means that he did notify them of his concern. Let's take it one step further. You ready? Yeah. Post this situation. Say everything dies down. Um, do you feel like there's a, in, in any area, maybe this is in poor taste to say, but like, do you think that there might be a civil case against the armory lady for the, Oh, I think for sure. The death? So you do think that there will be a, a uh, there's already civil cases against Alec Baldwin personally. Well, that makes sense. That's, that's just a lawyer being like, we might be able to get a couple of bucks here. Yeah. I, I get it. I get that. But move. this girl is, you know, probably also, um, which is why she has her lawyer saying that there was a saboteur and someone snuck a, a bullet yeah. in there. Yeah, that's why that. they're saying that, which they is so it. ridiculous. Who is sneaking a real bullet? No. What, well, what probably happened um, was that they were probably fucking around with the guns when they weren't like, because I remember sending this to you and I was trying to find it last night and I could not find it. What's that? That, remember there was like these like account that the night before people went out drinking and that they were shooting guns? Yes, that seemed to be. But again. But now I can't find it. I tried, I was literally looking for 20 minutes online last night. I could not find it. Let me say this too. When you're, when you do have downtime on a set, say you're off that day and you're not working and everybody is taking a break. Well, there's not much to do if you're in some podunk town or whatever, yeah, you know. Not even a town. And so, honestly, generally speaking, it does make sense that that's like I n I'm not justifying it or saying it's right, yeah. but I understand. That's probably what happened. There was real bullets if, with say I the hangout. Say I was on that, and someone came. Over, you came over to me. You were like, "Hey, dude, I'm in charge of these guns. You want to go bang a couple of bottles? Like just yeah, a couple, couple Heineken. Set them up. We'll be like yep. Badlands. I'll be like Martin Sheen. You'll be Sissy Space. It would be dope. And uh, and. I would be like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'll get the six pack. Chill out. Wait here. Yeah. Um, because there's nothing more sort of, oh, that's perfect when you don't have anything to do and you're like, well, it's this or TikTok. It's like, of course. Like, there's no bowling alley around necessarily. Mm -hmm. And so you got to kind of make make with your time. And there's a lot of people trying to, you know, kick it and stuff like that. And they're socializing too. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think you're right. I think if you're looking at this with just like black and white, here we go freak accident 
I don't even know if she remembered what live round it was. She's overworked, underpaid, yeah. tired, and inexperienced. Yeah. So the thought of a person putting it, because this is one of the and things And for everyone's that, life to be in her hands is not exactly only her fault. But it, it, it stands to reason. Although that was her job. Like I said, in black and white, it stands to reason that the events went as follows. A freak accident because people are, like I said, inexperienced and not paying attention. And then While all also of a sudden, bored in the middle of nowhere. And coming up, maybe coming off a drinking day. So mm-hmm. they're even extra on edge and not like really paying attention because like, you know, first And of course back, everyone's drinking after they rap anyway. There's a lot of it. Everyone's drinking after they rap. So but that's, that's not necessarily you know. culprit. Partying is a culprit because it doesn't put your A game out there. But I think so, it's like you're saying is that people want to hang out and yeah. probably I think that these guns were probably being shot with real bullets off hours with some beers hanging out in the middle of the fucking desert. If you're a gun fan and you're like, I grew up around guns and my family's room guns, you don't think you want to go around being like, you want to see something cool? You know what I mean? And no one is going to say, oh, I was the person who was shooting it the night before with real bullets. And if you're a director on the low, 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 you know that like something getting hit with a real bullet was pretty fucking cool and the other one doesn't. You'd know that too. And so if you're looking for a little reality, I know for a... True. I, I would make a wildest... I mean, this might be a crazy accusation, but there are shots in some of these movies where I'm like, that's not fucking dynamite or anything. I'm like, wow, that's really crazy. And I believe that there are probably real live rounds in movies. I believe that that's Wow, you're right. So I, that being said, because like, think about it, man. If I was like, okay, there's so he's behind the tree, you but things. you got to chip out the tree with the bullets. And it's like, wow. you know, I have, if you put seven, you know, what is it? I don't even know the calibers and I'll get in trouble for this. Well, I, I don't know much about guns and I already gotten some heat off of it. Thank you, dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if he, if somebody said like a 200 caliber bullet, which is like, I guess, big or something. I sounds say, big. Sounds really big and big mm-hmm. is important, fellas. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you knew it would bl- incinerate that bush. I would be like, can we shoot that, please? Yeah. Is everybody okay? Put your yeah. goggles on. And everybody, like, get off. Everybody go. We'll so, wrap for the night and yeah. then just have a couple people it'll stay. It'll be me. It'll yeah. be me, Jen, you. You love fucking bullshit blowing up, right? All right. Yeah. He's here. Exactly. You know, it is. They're it, like, everybody else go. Are you kidding me? And whenever, like, there was one thing recently where a guy, so there's a bigger guy in a spot we, we were in together, and he's got a setup, and it's for sports related and he's a fan and he went through a table like Chris Farley right and mm-hmm. he had to do a couple of takes of it oh my god and he's like I hope they, you know he's a big dude so he's like huffing and puffing and he's like well, I hope we don't do too many of these and god. you can tell he's already done it a shit ton so he's like I don't really like falling into tables I know I'm the yeah. fat guy but like but anyway uh, he was a real fucking champ about it a wow. real sport and that's what people on these sets are trying to do They're god like, so he's fucking landing and I, guess what they said alright clear everybody out we just want to make sure it's safe Drew you want to see that and I was like yeah, of course I do, and I'm gonna t- I'm gonna shoot it on my phone because it's fucking hilarious. A guy's gonna fall through a table in a prat fall, you know. So it's gonna be real wild, and chips are gonna fly oh everywhere. Gosh. I know that mentality. I'm not saying that's what happened, but if I'm looking yeah. at it and making a judgment, and not saying that that's what they were doing in that scene, no, 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 that no. there was probably either something else, another scene where like I don't know something's shooting through a freaking cactus. They're gonna shoot the cactus with a real bullet. Or it was people hanging out, shooting bottles. Leaving rounds in the gun, maybe. Yeah. Or the, I think that's how the real bullets got there. Because everyone's like, how did real bullets get on set? It makes the most sense. Because people are in the middle of nowhere and they're fucking bored. And all they have to do is guns and they're going to drink beers after se- yeah, working all day. Yeah, you're shooting bottles off of a fucking rock like I did when I was 13. I yeah. totally understand it. 
it disturbs me to know that I was that young. But at the same time, it's true. It's really happened. And I believe that like it is, there's an exhilaration from yeah. a little excitement from a live round. But I think... Especially people are in character. I think it's a total fucking They're in blunder. the middle of nowhere. I think it's Perfect. a total blunder. And I yeah. hope that she's not totally poor, which I don't think she is, because economically she will, so. get, uh, she will get jail time. Like she will see a cell. Who the armorer? Yeah. If she if she isn't like I'm saying, if she's a like fancy stock, you could bullshit your way out of that. You could get a fucking. I don't think she'll go to jail. A, a, a shark suit to come in there and be like, guys, she wasn't there, and then I'll see you later. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a defense lawyer right there, right? Um. But to be responsible, I guess the civil right. That's just being responsible for someone. Yeah, and it wouldn't be murder. It would be like yeah, like manslaughter. Manslaughter. Or, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about, guys. I'm not John Grisham. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it does. I do think. Yeah, that, like second degree is what accidental, right? Yeah, that's like, isn't that like hitting somebody in your car? I I think it'd be yeah, a lot of things, right? <sighs> I don't know. We can't do this yeah. because I, I I have so much respect for this stuff that I don't want to I don't want to do it a disservice. Um, but I will talk more shit about Alec Baldwin because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, no, I just think, man, I gave you advice the last on the last podcast. I literally was like, Alec Baldwin, go home. Kids, stop talking to people. Stop yeah. being on the street, being like, this is a terrible thing. Stop. Put your mask on and get the fuck Instead, out of Instead, he started walking around with his stroller and baby. Just highly sus. Like, his behavior Which also me- is weird. Like, you're strolling around your baby in New York City. I'm sorry. We've never seen you do that. Stop it. You're not normal. You're not like, I'm just trying to walk my baby. Shut up. You're Alec Baldwin. Get out of here, bro. You're not walking if you started your baby. flying away with a jetpack, I'd be like, yeah, that's Alec Baldwin money, motherfucker. But I do think there is a little bit of genuine, uh, I used to be a fucking huge movie star and I'm not anymore in him. Oh, and you yeah. can see that. And oh, it, yeah. And, and and it was like his, his, he was making a movie and I really do, I actually really do think he was like, wow, I'm the star of a movie. That's pretty fucking cool, you know? Because for a while it wasn't like that. He was just like showing up and doing Trump for fucking, you know, every Saturday for like God knows how long. And that's got to be a one trick pony you don't necessarily want to ride every day. You know Terrible. what I mean? And there was already criticism towards that, you know, even people, like there are people that were like, I'm literally tired of that shit. Yeah. Now they I got did, another guy a, in there and he it does was a annoying. It's just too much again. You're too overstaying. Much, yeah. You're staying at my party. Stop eating the taquitos. Be like Larry David did Bernie those few times, yeah. and they're iconic. And, and and he knows when to walk away though. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of. Because are you watching the new season? Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Here's why. Here's why I approve of him burning all of it out is because he takes his time with him. He still makes you anticipate him and fucking be like. What's yeah. it gonna be about? Who's he, who's gonna talk shit? Is Muslims again? He was talking shit about Muslims. He gets everyone through time. I love it. Everyone. Dude. I loved the the harassment suit and the and and um his coffee shop. I thought that was so funny. Oh my god, I loved the whole yeah Mocha Joe yeah. season and the spite shop and everything. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, late. Uh, that was so. So, good. so just to sort of quickly look ahead, if you were for to Alec predict, Baldwin. Well, okay, yeah. Let's talk about Alec okay. Baldwin's career. Yeah. You want to do that? No. Do you think it's going to affect no, it at all? Do you um, think he's going to come a little cheaper now? Yes. And, <laughs> you know. This is so fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. I love I it. And I think he will have to take a break. But then you see he said he's shooting a movie in January. So I, don't I think, think he's, he's taking a break. I don't think he's no, taking no. In fact, I think the interview proves my theory. Yeah, that he's not taking a break. Which he cannot stay out of a light. 
Like I, I was well, like, especially now like because an animal then, that like literally will chase a light. Well, the biggest thing is. he said he has no guilt because he is not responsible. So did, he and has. I didn't pull the trigger. He said I did not, and I'm just like, bro. Then how did the gun fire? Stop it. Because I understand if you said like, oh, there, and I was just firing, you know, normally they're blanks. So I sit there and I shoot at her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's over. At that point, it's over. Yeah. Uh, and so, so he just I, couldn't say those words specifically it was, because exactly. It's like your lyrical linguini irritates me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And and it just, ugh, it just sounds like expensive car payments when you talk, dude. It irritates me. It does. Do you feel me? So anyway, uh, I'm going to pivot real quickly though. Um, I didn't know anything about the Gucci family. Me neither. I didn't know anything. I didn't know, you know, it's kind of like a rags to riches story, I guess, because he did start, but everyone in, in that... Was it though? No. Hear me out, because they always say this, because like even, I'm a f- big fan of Ralph Lauren. Like, like, I'm, like I consider him the, it, like the... There's a pedestal to put people on and I just consider him the greatest okay. American story. Oh, wow. Jew, reason, re, Jew immigrant reinvents himself, gets himself into Barney's and then becomes such an icon that he transforms the way we look at Americana. It's just, he's just the legend in my eyes. Wow. It would be an honor to meet that man. Um, Ralph Lipschitz is his real name. What so, a horrible last name. Well, that's why you make it Loren and, mm-hmm, and drive mm-hmm. around in a Rolls Royce. Yeah. Shit. Um, I get it. Image is interesting to me, but Gucci is particularly interesting because this is stock, good thoroughbred stock. These mm-hmm. guys are fancy, pantsy, put the pocket square in just so. And it was like, you understand that a brand is cultivated or it used to be cultivated like that. It's not anymore. Um, you're just like, hey, wear this. And then, you know, yeah. it's like over. But back then it was, you did. Which is you, why they've lasted. Those well, and there's like brands. museum pieces now. There's mm-hmm. pieces that are like, this is a handbag that you'll never see. It's handmade. There's people in the factory. And so watching... Uh, the Dateline, of course, is how we get my news. Uh, and seeing the actual family, because it goes back. So here we're in America. Things go back five years. They're like, yeah, you started the company. When? Mm-hmm. In the 2012. They're yeah. Like, well, okay. These, this is stock where they were like, my grandmother, my, my, my grandmother, grandmother, my grandmother. It goes crazy. And, and so you understand that they're not just making the shoes. They make no leather and shit. And, she, and the daughter brings up that walking around as a child, walking around the factory and smelling the overwhelming power of leather. Wow. And seeing the people work extra hard but be extra happy and have an environment where they're like, we we really take pride in what we do. It's amazing, right? So then you have the the rise in fashion and, and people wanting couture and, and regular people wanting couture in the 80s. And so it became this enormous uh, megalith of money. And so all the people involved started realizing that they could just spend money. And what I realized about that is, is that when you finally do get up to a level of success like that, you just start spending money. It's like with the rockets and the Teslas and all that. It's like, I n- understand the mentality, especially because these guys were just doing what Tesla was doing, but years ago in the 80s. One guy bought an old charter yacht from like way back. This shit should have been under the water with the tight right next to the Titanic. And instead he buys it and he goes, my project is to restore it. How much is it going to cost me? A billion dollars? That's fine. It's going to be great. It's going to have sales. This is the kind of wealth that nobody really talks about, which is insanity. Yeah. It's insanity. And so this woman 
trying to level up like somebody else we know and getting but succeeding and nabbing probably one of the hottest bachelors to ever see Italy. And she does it a little bit tacky. And that's what I liked about <laughs> is because the the and I now understand the casting of Lady Gaga because it's perfect because I'm not gonna say that she's a little tacky, but she can do tacky. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like I'll take you this. You could do tacky if you wanted to. Why? Because you've been to New Jersey. You know what the fuck's <laughs> going on. You you can bring that and you can bring it and it'll seem authentic. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? There are people that can't do that. So I I I, I applaud her for a cheat because at first I was like, okay, because I made. I, Did you I, watch the movie? I I don't know if it's even out. I have oh. no idea. I just saw the trailer and Adam Driver being like, ooh. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> and he has and and every eighties movie they just throw a pair of square goggles on at Jake Gyllenhaal and suddenly it's nineteen eighty five. You know, although those were the glasses that the guy wore without question. Right? Well, it's every guy, yeah, because it was the it was like it the was Bill Blass era, and it was like yeah. So anyway, uh, that was a, like an elite thing. I remember my mom had a pair and they were very expensive, and were, don't touch them. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> um, so. I guess what I'm trying to say is this story isn't shocking. I've watched a million Datelines. It's not uncommon for well, people Well, at the power. time that it happened, it's different now. You know, now we have so much of this. Like now, like half of the housewives are starting to get arrested and stuff. What's so really, we're like used to it now. Yeah. But imagine at that time, people like are like, oh my Here's God. Here's where I'll give everything to her. I, I really think she's special. And I bet she was really funny. The real woman. Yes. I bet she was tacky. A little lower class, but in a fun way. Where at the at like she'd be at the dinner party making cracking Fran uh, what's her name Fran Dresser. Uh, Fran Dresser. She'll be that kind of woman in the room where the the old stuffy like real rich white men are like, oh, I all of a sudden have a boner. I haven't had one of those in ten years. <laughs> Just because she's probably you know what I mean. Like you know what I mean. She's probably that kind of person who's like, I don't think he's that good. And how much are they a pound? And you'd be like, uh-huh. what bitch? I'll fuck it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like. I don't mean to make everything about having sex, but it's thoughts. I see why he would find that fun. And you see in the documentary, the woman he subsequently, he falls out of love with her. It's obviously more devastating than anyone knows. Mm-hmm. Because he, I'm sure even he didn't think this bitch is going to kill me. No. There's no, no but way then again, he thought that. The way he left, there is that suspicion. Because... Man, who breaks up like that and says, okay, I'm just going to take this bag and go on a business trip. I'll be back in a couple days. And then has someone else come to the house to oh, tell. And that someone else is like Miro Hemingway, like yeah. a teenager. And you're just like, oh my God, I clawed my way to this situation. I clawed my, and you're going to bring that into my house. And to hear her do an interview about like, cause she obviously is not a big fan and she took the one shining light in my life. And I'm like, um, I think you just had your hands on some real awesome stock. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm sure she was just, but you don't realize this is a woman scorn thing. Yeah. Man. But that's the thing. I think obviously they were really in love. That would have never happened. No, because it was like through a woman manipulation. outside the royalty. Yeah. It would have. So it was like one of those things, those like toxic codependent relationships that like you meet, it happens right away. Everything's so big and then everything's so toxic. Well, and imagine, imagine the lengths it, it really probably got to 
behind closed doors, it probably got pretty. It was probably like up here. If he left, because I do have a friend. So there were plates flying and people being like, "Are you fucking crazy?" You know. And also, she doesn't care about any money or anything. So you're right. She probably was destroying shit in those fights. I would. It would be like it would be Sharon Stone in Casino where you drive a fucking SL Mercedes through the house because you're like, what does it matter? I'll get another house. Yeah. And the thing about her too is that she was smart in a fun way, like in a street way where she like, it sounded like an episode of Clue, the board game where she was like, I also had the, the limo driver was in on it. The hotel clerk was in on it. Mm-hmm. The fucking bag man was in yeah. on it. The fucking bellboy was in on it. I was like, this bitch was going for gold. Yeah. She wanted that to be a performance where it was like, see what I did? There was some like old mafia juice in her. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where she was like, you know, the end of the Godfather where everybody just gets murked. But at the same time, mm-hmm. The didn't work out though. Betrayal. The betrayal. Because when you have been hurt in a relationship, you do want to kill that person. Now it's different. But like say someone like her no, who not. was in it's this. It's not. Because it was like a well, now we, from I like know. 2020. But of more liter- of us would just deal with just being I mean, betrayed and hurt and we'll just try to move on with our lives and shit. I mean, but, you no know. Question. Gabby Bettino, there's no question that is a murder of betrayal. Oh, yeah. No and question And that's what I mean is it. it needs to be these people like Lady Gucci who <sighs> believed She's so dumb. she was like invincible. She thought she won the game already. She already was I know. living. You could see it in and her eyeliner. And then to take that like to take Ugh. her that she's like, so I don't even think it was like about the money. I think she really loved him. Yes. And then he really hurt her. Yes. And then she really wanted the revenge. He's cl- He was clearly a kind of a special guy too. But she loved the money, of course. Well, yeah, of course. But I think it was like actually really all authentic. And then you see that they said that she had a, a brain tumor. Yeah. That... So that you think that would have had a well, of course, you know that like uh, a lot of times, like, and this is like so rare that this ever happens. Are the shit? This is you should just have a podcast where you just like I think this is true. Listen, (laughs) so but you know, there's a lot of people who have been like violent. uh, Maybe I don't know if they're exactly sociopaths, but like violent psychopathic behavior. And then they cut open their brain and look at it later, and they're like, "Oh, there's a giant fucking, fucking tumor." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that it's there's also oftentimes people the things connected to that because of the pressure that it puts on the brain too. Yeah, so when they after, that's Starting why they to talk like a lawyer and a doctor over yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they shortened her sentence. They said was because her um, children had kept trying to get the case reopened because they said it was unfair that she uh, had a tumor. Well, you got you got. Well, here's the thing. I don't know how unfair any of that is when you took a life, but I do think. The, the decline of you, you can see it in her even just her facial expressions towards the back end of that that it's like it if anything I feel like there was a weird karmic perfect swing in one direction and, and right back into the other and I feel like that's probably why it's probably a decent screenplay because yeah. it probably finishes itself so nicely as a story a through line the things that that don't quite make sense and I, I felt like they really skimmed through were the other the other incidental people that were in it and mm-hmm. I remember seeing well I was seeing that also a lot of people were blended together yeah that he didn't really leave her for another woman and that was not the woman. No. That woman was five years later. I think you pluralized that in like the 20s yeah. and 30s. I think he was like, a young Jeffrey Epstein was like 10 when he was around. He was like, what's up, Jeffrey? You're going to be the shit later, boy. We'll pay attention. Uh, but it, 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 I think those, I mean, look at those guys. Those are, 
I, I, I think it's so clear that that stuffy Italian couture, that thing was a real thing at one point. Oh, yeah. And, then and it it's died. still idolized today. It's idolized today, but it's, it's incarnations are all fake copies of what I think it was even fake back then. Because there's like, you know, I watched that Halston documentary, which was a shit. And then Ewan McGregor decided to play him. Weird. But I liked it. I would like to see some... F- some man on man shit with Ewan McGregor. You really? Know? I have no idea. I don't what mind it about. when he plays a little bit of the. <laughs> um, uh, I loved it. I loved when him and Jim Carrey fell in love. Do you remember that movie? Nobody oh, watched yeah, that movie. I Nobody did. watched that I watched movie. it. It was great. I thought it was good. And it, that movie is based on a real crime story that is really genuinely funny and interesting. And I remember reading this story before uh, the movie, very similar to this Gucci thing. Because I, I always knew that there was, um, because even I think. Even other brands look down on it because of the scandal and things of that nature. And it's amazing that the brand is held so held on so well. Uh, and I'm all I'm really interested to hear what because um, I thought if anybody's going to direct the House of Gucci, it would have been Tom Ford. Yeah. Well, did you see his review? No. He, he, did he like it? He said he was laughing out loud. He didn't know if he was supposed to be laughing. Yeah. He said it was a farce. He said... It, it does look like a farce. He said that Pacino look- and Jared Leto really did not do it, that they basically made like... He said for someone who lived it and knew those people personally that it was Can not- I tell you something right out the gate? This this American acting as an international thing doesn't oh, yeah. play really well anymore. No. Meaning like... I watched but that's the- what we were talking about before is it's all... It has to be the big names. It has I didn't to even be. know those other people were in it. Well, Jared Leto looks fucking awesome. Yeah, um, like a disgusting. Because he's at that point, right, where he's like been good looking long enough, where he's like, I gotta ugly it up, like fucking Johnny Depp for a while, where he was like, Nah, make it uglier, balder, uh, fatter, uh, nose bigger. You know, they all want to look like. Even Christian Bale is like, I'm fat. Christian look. Bale really does it. That though. looked amazing when he was Dick Christian Cheney. Bale does it every everything that he does. Some, he does. Here's what I don't understand. He's in a is, different group. But hear me out. Jared Leto is interesting. He did an amazing job in that. Um, the Matthew McConaughey uh, I, uh, his movie what is it fuck mm, Dallas, Dallas Buyers Club, Club yeah uh, I thought that was really great both guys did great like they both managed to not eat chicken McNuggets for a while to, for that to even occur but for some reason when Bale does it I just feel like it's a little oh, it's bit another, more genuine it, it, a little bit he's not in the same class as Jared Leto <sighs> I know, but it's just like they're I totally think in a different world. It is they don't like go watching. The same. It's like it's like watching the guy trying to be the guy rather yeah. than watching the guy being come the guy. On. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right, fine. Yeah. but I still like him. I know everybody. Christian they're, Bale is like, come on, he is like a freaking amazing actor. It's Daniel Days and Chris Joe. I think those two. I'm like, wow, they really fucking get in. They if they get into it so much, they feel like they. It, 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 it means so much to, mm-hmm. I, thought, I like when it means so much to you yeah because that like with the like cowboy hat on it's, he's just like whatever even in like <laughs> what is the like the fighter is it when he's like the crackhead brother in Boston like how oh my god. fucking amazing that's like one of my favorite roles that he's ever done oh my god I can't I can't it's even too express real. it yeah this is incredible it's too real Dicky or whatever is yeah, yeah Dicky. he um, makes that movie he does. He does. Because the other like, people are acting. Like, what is it, Wahlberg and Amy Adams? 
Yeah. And it's like they're definitely acting. Amy Adams is behind the bar acting. Like Giving they're very time. acting. Don't give Amy Adams a hard time. Uh, they're acting. Like yeah. you could see the acting. But yeah. then Christian Bale like straight up comes up Steals like he's a crackhead the- off the street. Dude, you like see it's like, scenes? oh my God, did he get on set? Oh my God, that's Christian Bale. It's so true. It's like you're, there's some scenes in that where I feel genuinely like Mark is watching him more fascinating than yeah. acting. Just looking at him being like, whoa, nice. Thinking he's not emoting, like, whoa, nice, yeah. man. Yeah, you know? it's like... It's really interesting, but it's also like, there's, you know, there's just certain people, and the, the truth of the matter, I mean, Empire of the Sun, that guy's been in the game since he was seven or some shit. Wow. It's like Steven Spielberg was like his first experience. Well, so, As like a boy being like, hello, but I'm not Macaulay Culkin. I'm going to act forever. It's crazy. Wow. I didn't even know that he... So yeah, young. he's a child actor, uh, and he was, and he's Welsh, which blows my mind. Yeah, have you ever heard? No offense, but the Welsh accent's a little rough around the edges. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I can't say much for the American one though, guys. You guys are right. Um, but uh, I think within that kind of story, uh, when you have that, I hope she shines as bright in a really. Fran Treasury sort of in the nanny way uh, because I think that was that'd be the best angle to play it mm-hmm. I think you'd really get sympathy for being a killer Tom Ford said that he enjoyed Lady Gaga's performance ah, um, but of okay. course he does because she does they're all it's like yeah. I feel like it's politics I don't think Lady Gaga's a good actress it's actually. like hold on a second let me text her and just tell her yeah, I'm gonna yeah exactly but he did say that her accent goes from Milan to Moscow oh <laughs> Well, that's here's oh, uh, well, that's she's terrible at accents, and she's always using them. Every time she's talking, she's using different accents, and she's terrible at all of them. Yeah, but her terrible is so strong in comparison to other people's terrible. That's part of it. Is that like, it's 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 tough being you know driver's a great performer. It's tough being in the room, let alone being ready and. I think she's done a hell of a job, honestly. I, that's honestly. She reminds me of like a young Barbara Walter or uh, Barbara Streisand. Streisand, and it because the the eagerness to try to like really, I think she has she thinks it means a lot, and then you can see it. Yeah, and I think there are actors that are just like autopilot, like they're fucking checked out, dude. This water's not Fiji, like that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. So, I think the thing I wanted to say about that that the only thing that bothers me, and I really enjoyed their breakdown of the whole. Well, the whole thing, especially they when they go into the, yeah, they go into the courtroom in uh, Italy and you forget that like you're in a cage as a defendant. You're literally, uh, the guys, the uh, accomplices were in cages. Like there's a cage in the courtroom. Oh so you're forgetting like, this is also a different culture on yeah, top of it. So very different. You don't know. And, and everybody thinks they know couture. They don't fucking know. You don't know what it's like to be one of the big houses. You don't know what it's like to be a family of that, let alone the bloodline. You don't, you're lucky if you even become a creative director over there, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck that bullshit means. Or a consultant, you know, or the Kanye picking the best version of the Louis Vuitton print and being mm-hmm. like, that one this year. Yeah. It's that kind of mentality of, we're in, I call it collaboration culture. Where it's like everybody, it's like too many cooks. Where it's like everybody's going to have an opinion about this thing. You can't let one person or one people or what a group of folks just make this thing. It's like there's a reason to test the works. It's because it's just direct. It's not 70 people being like, I don't know, make the eyes a little. It's like, I think that's the, dip, the, the divide in all of it is that you're trying to keep these things intact. That being said, I think it, what looks strangely out of date 
is trying, it's like I was watching Narcos and they blend that beautiful line of using the language and having subtitles. It feels authentic. It feels real. It feels like I'm there. It feels visceral. And I was just like, man, this story, if shot for true, everybody's speaking Italian, we're shooting on locations, we're shooting with the actual, it would be not so farce looking. And I Mm -hmm. think Tom Ford is accurate in his description of it without insulting anybody because it does look like satire and everybody's up in costumes. Do you remember American Hustle with- uh, I didn't see it. Bradley Cooper's got a permanent and shit. It feels like a farce. It feels like, this doesn't feel real. And that crime story is incredible. Um, and maybe, maybe, it would, maybe it wouldn't work as well if it was taken dead serious like mm-hmm. Narcos, but I think it would be so much cooler. Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of everything. Like, that's how I feel about like these big actors being in everything. Like it does feel like a farce at some point. It's well, like when you're surround. It's like you see the only things well lit are like the one guy you got in this. It's like, but they're th- th- sadly that that's the like I don't necessarily. Here's the thing. I I think you can have criticisms about it because it's true and it's the f- hard facts of the the entertainment businesses. Whatever the show pony is, that that gets you all the rest. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because you got to hit your wagon to it. But it's the reality of entertainment now, and I think people forget real quickly how hard it is to make something let alone make something good yeah very hard to do either of those things let alone them two together so i give a little bit more leeway when it comes to that stuff but i also know it's like my eyes are telling me when i'm watching something "Mm, i don't buy it Mm -hmm. then somebody else is out there doing that i'm not alone y'all check it like subscribe (laughs) smash that like button no i'm kidding um you know what don't unsmash it uh but I just, I feel like that, also, I, I I feel like it wouldn't happen. You wouldn't be able to make that kind of, get no names to be in it, just look exactly like them. And it's very hard to even to do, like, those things nowadays. That would be good. That would be fucking be good. dope. Yeah. Be, just to cast directly for, and yeah. can you speak fluent? Great. I'll yeah. do the rest. I'll direct around it, you know, because I feel like you just got to put those people in a fucking room. That's what I want more of. I want more movies with like no name actors who really, when you watch it, you're like, fuck, I'm there. Like there. This is real. I think maybe. I can't be there when Nicole so Kidman is there. If you're saying you want this soup and I'm saying I want this soup, there has to be an element outside of us. Well, a lot wants- of people want it. It's just that Hollywood is so fucking stupid that they can't. And it's also it's the, just stupid. It's the children it's of the people who made decisions a long time ago. So it's like generations, and now they're like, "Oh no, this is what we did," and nobody has like the vision anymore. No. Everyone because that has the money doesn't have the vision. Because you and know what, the people who work? have the vision are clawing to get through, trying to get Lady Gaga and Nicole Kidman in their movies, or they just want to do TV now because that's where the cool kids are at. You know what I mean? They want to be in the cool kids table. So they're all the cool power. And they're ruining TV now. But with all these fucking big celebrity names, listen to Jennifer Lawrence. We're sick of you. Alec Baldwin. We're sick of you. you. Really? I really wonder, like if I had a website, we'd rather watch the armorers interview with George Stephanopoulos. Yeah, dude, George Steffies. I want a website that where it has the statistics for what, like, like basically what I'm saying is like, if there's a website that just shows, essentially what moves the needle like that because it's so sad if you pull back the curtain and realize like the only reason that we're here is because this one guy and he's super old and everybody remembers him and he has a bunch of money and he comes and he does his thing 
And it's like you don't think that we're that there's a there's a giant amount of people out there. We watched the Squid Games. I don't know any of those people, and I was like, I watched this, and it was the biggest thing ever on Netflix. And I think we're going into that era. And I think what you're sort of hinting towards, and we'll leave on this note. And I like mm. this because leave on a death to Hollywood note, which I like. <laughs> but uh, I think the business has to shift because if we're saying okay everybody's eyes are gravitating toward true crime these narratives they're nobody's getting mm-hmm. it nobody's doing it correctly because i don't think that the system is broken and dead i think it's just it's in the hands it, it it's should fed be. on itself it's fed itself to death and it's gluttonous maybe it's neo, incestual well they have periods called neorealism where we return to the gutter mm-hmm. and we start shooting the street oh we're getting to the gutter and i think that's the future so to Neo Noir and to Jen, thank you so much for coming thank back. Thank you, Jen. And thank you for talking to me about uh, and letting me really sh- sh- uh, talk shit at uh, Alec Baldwin. I really appreciate <laughs> that. You were like, I saw in your eyes after a while. You were like, all right, enough. <laughs> uh, thank you much for joining us. This is True Stories. We don't care about episode numbers. It's done. Take care of yourself. Jen vetoed it. It's over.